It's big announcement time. Drum roll, please. We are going on tour. Just, 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 yeah. Northern News, live around the north. Of course it's around the north. We're not doing any southern dates on this tour. No way. We are going to the big ones, our big ones in the north. We're going Sheffield. 23rd of June. We're going Hull. 26th of June. We're going Leeds. 27th of June. And we're rounding it off in Manchester. On the 28th of June. What a week. Oh, my God. I, we've done some live shows yeah. in Edinburgh and London. And we love them so much. They are so much fun. We do little fun headlines. There's slides, there's visuals. Oh, it's brilliant. We can't wait to do it and we can't wait to see you there. We'll see you in person. You'll see us in person. You'll see our faces. You'll <laughs> see whatever attempt at merch I've cobbled together in a shed. <laughs> so get your tickets now for the Northern News live tour at plosive.co.uk. That is P-L-O-S. I-V-E-C-O.uk. We're going to get chunked out of our beans. Let's do it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Northern News, a podcast with me, Amy Gledhill. And me, Ian Smith. I come from the northern town of Ghoul. And you might be able to tell from my accent, I come from Hull. And to our shame, we have been living in London now for ages. Too long, and we want to catch up with all the news that's been going on up north. This is Northern Northern News. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Northern News. It's podcast time. (laughs) My favourite time. Who's that giggling next to me? It's me, Ian. <laughs> you should know by now. Oh, it's yeah. your co-host, Amy Gledhill. Oh, that's nice. It's reassuring that there's some continuity to this. Yeah. It'd be awful if there was a different person in here every day. And you didn't know, you weren't aware. Yeah. Or if I was here, but like a ghost. But I'm <laughs> well, not... That'd be awful, yeah. <laughs> be really weird. If you if you died, Yeah. but you were just committed to the pod, I was like, Amy's looking translucent this week. <laughs> What's wrong with her? Can I ask you a question? Would you still carry on with the podcast if I died? Well, hang on. Oh, but if, Ian. If you, no, no, but I thought, and you're a ghost. No. Right, well, that's a different question. I thought 100% if you were a ghost, that'd be the biggest <laughs> podcast in town. He's like, I see Northern News is still going on after Amy's death. <laughs> that's a bit insensitive of Ian. No, 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 no. She's there in the studio. She's better than ever. Yeah, she's on top form. <laughs> she's not weighed down by the... Life. I got skin holding me back. Yeah. And you're Ian Smith. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, no, that's right. I remembered. What's your big news this week, Amy? Ian, Hmm? I've been looking for dolphins. (laughs) Where? In the ocean. In the UK? No, Ian. Oh. Far, far away in the Indian Ocean near the Maldives. Oh, yeah. Went looking for dolphins on a traditional... Maldivian boat called Maldivian. a Donny. Yeah. It's this wooden boat. Mm. 
don't look safe, Ian, if I'm honest. <laughs> yeah. But they say, get on board, literally. And yeah. I did. I did just that. And I get on. It was brilliant. It's got like a flat roof, mm-hmm. right? And these little rickety ladders going to the top. Yeah. So me and my boyfriend and a couple of others were on this flat roof, right? And the staff keep saying, it's quite dangerous. You've got to sit down. You've got to sit cross-legged. Yeah. Because there's no sides to it. And for about five minutes, going through the ocean with the wind in my hair, and yeah. it was brilliant. I thought, this is what I'm meant to do. I'm going to give it all up. What, as a career? Yeah, I'm going to be a fisherman or a pirate. I'm meant to be on the ocean. This is where I belong. And then we hit some waves, and oh. the waves are coming up, and it's the scariest thing that's ever happened to me. Really? And my <laughs> partner was just going no 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 <laughs> and we was like holding on it was horrible we were all screaming and <laughs> I wanted to get off but the staff was like it's too dangerous to stand up to get off you oh, just got to hold on <laughs> I was just holding on it was like being on a roller coaster but you're not strapped in you just have to hold on so was it like rough was it stormy weather it I came just... out of nowhere, yeah. It just went it went absolutely berserk. And we hadn't seen any dolphins. And then the, the, the captain was like, I think there's some dolphins over there. Let's go. <laughs> and I caught myself shouting, fuck the dolphins. Get me on. <laughs> um, we, didn't, we didn't see any dolphins. Didn't see any dolphins. No. And it was horrendous. And I couldn't sleep that night because I just kept thinking about looking into the depths of the ocean. Yeah. And there's sharks in that water. Oh, really? Yeah, loads of sharks. We saw loads of sharks. I saw sharks, but no dolphins. No dolphins. Why don't they just call it a shark? If there's loads of sharks, call it a shark to her. But I wouldn't have gone. Would oh, you yeah, have gone on that? Maybe, yeah, yeah. It'd be like going to I'd a like restaurant to and going, oh, this might not be brilliant food, but it will give you food poisoning. Do you want it? At least we're being honest. <laughs> I don't know. That's quite a perfect analogy. <laughs> you might see some sharks. or you, This restaurant will give you food poisoning. <laughs> What have you been up to? Have you seen any big animals in the wild? No. Well, I've not been on holiday, but did a pub quiz. Here we go. There was four of us and uh, went to the pub, three teams competing. Here it was sad. Oh. So two teams of four and then these this old couple. No chance. No <laughs> chance. Any modern question, they're done. It could seem, it'd be like, what Sam Smith song? They'd be like, oh. He's just like, yeah, you're, you're done. Go home. First round, we were well ahead. Yeah. We're like a good like five or six points ahead. Crucially, you get a joker and a banker. A joker means if you don't know the question at all, you just write joker down and you get a point. Ooh. A banker, if you 100% know that question, you get three additional points. Anyway, we were in the lead. And then for the final quiz results, the, the person said it was very close. And we were thinking, bullshit, it was close. We were six ahead. So something's gone wrong for us in the second round. There's only three points in it. Going straight to the climax, we won. We won the quiz. Congratulations. I'm not saying this question did it, but the banker, you got an additional six points in, in the like final round if you got yeah. it. Yeah. And we're like, we're struggling in the second round. And then it comes up, which joke won Dave Jokes of the Fringe last year? I was like, you're done! You're fucking done! I've noticed one of a stand-up comedian. Looking at the old people being like, go home! Most of a time at home you come from, you took go, fucking idiots. Another table of four young kids. Any of you a professional stand-up comedian? No? Well, fucking suck on this! I'm putting my fingers up at this point. Because suck on this is maybe too aggressive a thing to say at a pub quiz. But yeah, what so a niche quiz. question for a pub quiz. Yeah, yeah. Can I ask you a question? What oh. was your team name? It was 
John Trivialta. Was it really? <laughs> I don't want to do this podcast anymore. I don't want to associate is, with you. Because, that's because that's because my my girlfriend was googling quiz names and she chose it. I'm sorry, Amy. I she think, chose that. You didn't even come yeah, up with don't that. Don't slag her off too much. I think you're going to meet her in a, in a week. Come at your Soho <laughs> theatre show. Oh, oh, you like her now, don't you? Good taste, Canal. actually. Very good taste. Big shout out to John Trivialter. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to call it, but this is a bit. It's, it's a bit like um, a joke that Matt Ewins did in Edinburgh. Oh yeah. When I wanted to call it something like, um, "Oh no, hang on a second, the quiz is over. I'm done with this bullshit and I'm leaving." <laughs> So that they go, and the winner is, oh, no, hang on a second, I'm done with this. But and That's very good. Six pounds for a pint. I'd like to talk to you about something that I saw. My headline is, walrus swims to Northumberland after Yorkshire recuperation. Ooh. Did you hear about it? There was um, a walrus called Thor that was seen in Scarborough, and they cancelled the Scarborough fireworks to avoid causing a walrus distress. That's lovely. It's very nice, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he's there in Scarborough. Everyone's like, ah, what's this walrus doing here? And apparently he's tired. He oh. doesn't know why he's in Yorkshire. <laughs> he's, he's absolutely fucked it. I Has don't know where... he been on a stag do? Yeah, where are they supposed to be from, a walrus? Kent. Yeah, maybe it's more Kent sort of way. <laughs> so he's tired, he's recuperating. Yeah, Scarborough Council cancelled its fireworks. I don't want to cause him, stress him out. That's really good. Mm. But do you know what? There's a lot of... Uh, babies and very sick animals who were frightened in Scarborough and they've never cancelled them for them and they should have. Mm. Cancel all fireworks and joy. So I you're think. saying what makes a walrus special? Yeah, it is special, but um, but is it more special than a baby? I'll Google that. It doesn't say for a fact. <laughs> Ten wacky walrus facts, though. Here we go. I'll be absolutely over the moon if this comes up on the quiz later tonight. <laughs> walrus facts. <laughs> Walrus tusks can be over 90 centimetres long. That's wacky, that. That's a wacky fact. Whoa! I'm going to fall off my chair. That's That's so wacky. (laughs) Whoa, wait for this one. Whoa, whack attack. This is is wacky, this. Walruses can live for up to 40 years. Wacky as out. (laughs) Whoa! That's wacky, that. I always think it's wacky wacky. when I meet a human who's above 40. Yeah, I just think that's daft. Forty-two. That's daft. I think there's a bit of um, body shaming going on with the way the Guardian's written this article. So it says, "On Sunday he was filmed." And I'm going to read this sentence. There's a word that I think's offensive. Okay. On Sunday he was filmed plopping back into the water and swimming <laughs> off. Plopping. Oh no! And it come with like sliding yeah. or swim. Just he was filmed getting back swimming into off. the water. Yeah, getting yeah. plopping. He's plopped into the water. (laughs) That daft lad has plopped himself into the water. That mad wacky walrus. (laughs) Wacky walrus plopped himself right into the sea. Have you ever seen a walrus? No, there wasn't a walrus tour on on my holiday. I would have gone on that. Been been safer, wouldn't it? Miles safer, yeah. Well, it would have been on land, you'd hope. I'm sort of confused now about walry. Mm. Where they're from and what they do and where they live. Let's have a look. Where are walruses from? There are two main species. The Atlantic lives in the um, ice-covered waters of Canada, Norway, and Russia. The Pacific walrus 
as a wide range between Russia and the US. I mean, they've got no place in the UK, in really. In Scarborough? Yeah. What's May- he doing? Maybe a Norwegian one could pop over. Yeah. It would East be coast, tired. Isn't it? Yeah, you'd be knackered. Yeah, fair play. Turn fireworks off. I'm absolutely shattered. Yeah. I'm trying to get some shut eye just in Norway yeah. to Scarborough. <laughs> and you're popping off these... Bi- I mean, they wouldn't have known what they were, would they? They wouldn't have known. Whoever's written this Guardian article is mad. They're talking about the people gathered to see the walrus. It said it added, at all times, the crowd was at least 350 thick. <laughs> Do you call a crowd thick? Thick. It, it were 350 thick. <laughs> Does that mean, like, how many people are, like, the rows of... It was 350 thick, about 25 smart. <laughs> 350 thickos gathered to have a look at this walrus. <laughs> just Google it. Just Google image of walrus, you thick idiots. <laughs> oh, yeah, hang on. At all times, the crowd was at least 350 thick. At one point, seemingly over 500 people were there. So this is... Oh, my God. This is someone who works for Scarborough Sea Life, and that's how they describe a crowd, like the numbers. Rather than go, yeah, there was at least 350 people there at all times, like... It were 350 people thick. Wow, that's daft. That's how I'm going to start talking about, like, um, venues. <laughs> oh, I played 100 thick venue last night. <laughs> yeah, what an odd way to describe thick oh. and plopping. Thick and plopping, the new album. <laughs> it's a nice story, actually. It's hopeful. Yeah, it's nice to see a walrus. It's compassion in yeah. there for the walrus. It's nature. Mm. Best I've seen is a seal. Have you seen a seal? It's from a rose, that one. No. No. What's for tea, ma'am? Ian, I've got a story for you. Yes, please. And it's about a mystery that has been solved. Oh, thank God. We can all breathe a sigh of relief because it's been solved Mm. finally. However. Oh, God. Ian, I read the article and it's not adding up to me. Oh, really? You're saying... This mystery that's been solved, you're calling bullshit on it. Calling absolute bullspittle. So the headline is, Barlow Park's car covered in mud, mystery solved. So this is in Bolton. I can show you a picture there. See this car here? It's covered it covered in mud. It's not like it's gone through a... It's like, it's like someone's... it's gone underground. Yeah. You know, have you ever seen when something's salt-baked? No. They put like a layer of salt over it. <laughs> It's probably not the baked. best description, but it, it it's caked. It is caked. Roof, sides, wheels, everything about this is, is <laughs> covered in mud. <laughs> I was wondering how long that <laughs> list of car parts was going to go on. Windows, windscreen, wipers, alloys, registration plates, bonnet. It's yeah, all covered really? in. All of it. Yeah. The aerial for the radio is gone. It's yeah. got mud all over it, and I don't know how to be more clear than it this. It looks more like a mud sculpture than a car. It does. It looks like a pile of mud. Mm. Right. What's happened is people in Bolton have seen this car like that in the park. In the park. Yeah. Not a car park, Ian. No way. A park. And they've gone, what is this? Yeah. What is happening? They've taken pictures, they've put it on Facebook. Everyone's coming up with their own theories, what's happened, mm-hmm. has it been abandoned, has it come from under the sea? <laughs> Nobody knows what's happened. How have you lost your mud car? I've lost my mud car. It's because they don't want the mystery. To resolve. They know, they know I'm onto something. This is Bolton News silencing me, yeah. non-platforming me. Right, here we go. 
Okay. So the pictures are up on Facebook. Everyone's coming up with their own theories. How has this happened? And the owner of the car is uh, is a couple with a kid, Kelly Maria from Bolton. She oh. She's the owner. And she said that her partner and her daughter got stuck while driving to get some milk on New Year's Day. <laughs> that, that can't be what's happened there. <laughs> it's, it it's... literally can't be what's happened, right? She says, well, they say the duo had been trying to avoid seagulls and veered off the path and what? into the park. Now, Seagulls move, birds move out the way. Birds move out the way. You're going for, also, if anyone says they're going for milk, I just always think, mm, yeah, yeah. what are you really doing? Mm. Going for milk on New Year's Day, they veer, how big are these seagulls? Oh, a huge seagull, going to have to veer off, off the road. Yeah, into a park. Into, into the middle of a park. How well, big well, are these seagulls? Like kids playing and stuff. <laughs> I avoid those seagulls. Kids move. It's absolutely bonkers. Um, uh, so it says Michael desperately tried to get out of the car. Desperately tried to get the car out of the mud, but couldn't manage it and had to call a friend for help. I just think this is all nonsense. And to make they're, it they're even, they're saying that's how it got covered in yeah. that mud. In that mode, they're saying they, they veered off through seagulls. But then if you read further down the article, the, the story changes. Oh. Then it says, my partner and daughter went out to shop for milk. They saw a rainbow, so they thought they would find the end. <laughs> now, I'm sorry. This isn't adding up to me. This mystery is not solved. This is absolute yeah. nonsense. I mean, you've got your young kid in the car. Let's say she's got excited. Ah, like, oh, rainbow. I'm like, yeah. oh, where's the end of the rainbow? And you might be like, oh, yeah, we should go and look for the end of the rainbow. You'd stay on the road. Stay so on the road. You, or you it... park the car safely. And you get yeah, out and, walk. and have a little walk across the park. You, the, As the adult, you should be like, oh, a bit of fun for the kid, this. Yeah. Not going, <laughs> yeah, we should. Get over the fucking out of the park. <laughs> he's, he's seen gold is lit up in his eyes. He's yeah. like, we're going to get that gold from those yeah. fucking leprechauns. Yeah. And we're taking it from them. We didn't win postcode lottery. This yeah. is our only option now of making this year big. Let's get that gold mm. into the park. That's the mythology, isn't it? That it's leprechauns. Yeah. With gold. So you get there, you find your gold. Yeah. But there is a leprechaun there being like, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> what, are like, you, what are you after? It's my yeah. gold. Because you'd be like, yeah. oh, can we have some of that? Like, what do you mean, can you have some of that? You wouldn't just go up to someone. <laughs> Getting the wallet back, can I have some of this? Oh, my gold. Maybe, what that, I'm saying maybe that's is, would what's you... happened and then the leprechaun has gone, right, for trying to pinch my gold, I'm going to make yeah, your yeah, car yeah. muddy. That's the kind of thing they Try do, Try explaining that to the papers, to yeah. Bolton News. You look like an absolute idiot. Here's a quick question for you, Amy. Yeah. People don't believe leprechauns exist. So yeah. you find one yeah. and he's got a pot of gold. Yeah. It's the end of the rainbow. And he's like, you can't have this, it's my gold. Mm-hmm. Would you kill a leprechaun? Or, you know, mess up a leprechaun, steal their gold. No one's ever going to know. But you would become a millionaire, but you have to murder that little man. No. If I was going to do something bad, I'd probably trap the leprechaun Mm. and then make more money off the leprechaun than the pot of gold itself. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like a little tour sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, that is sensible, actually. (laughs) You do go go, straight for the murder. Your second Edinburgh Fringe show. (laughs) It's just you go, look at this! And he's like, <laughs> she tricked me. <laughs> yeah, so that's the car. They tried to get it out with a bit of dirty carpet, she says. Bit of old dirty carpet. Yeah, get some traction. 
get some traction. It didn't work. The car's been stuck for days. They're trying to get a farmer to come and get it. I think that's the thing. If it's been there for days, yeah. have people gone, let's add more mud? Who's doing that? None of this is adding up. And then she says, even my partner, so that she, the partner drops the kid off and goes back with his carpet and comes back home and he's covered head to toe in mud. This man is doing something dodgy. I don't know what it is. It's Something's too much happening. mud. It's too much mud. I don't believe the rainbow thing. I don't believe the seagull thing. I don't believe any of it. I want to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. Bolton. Bolton mud car. It's a Toyota Corolla. The owner of it hastily pods out. It's actually a fast car. It can be as fast as you like. It's covered in mud. <laughs> that one's not. That one's going nowhere. Wow. Okay. So yeah, you go. I'd, I'd say I don't believe seagulls and rainbows. I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, mm. but that is not. <laughs> so much mud on that car. That is not. Oh, we just veered off no, it, Mr. It, Seagull. It's insane. I've never seen that much mud on anything in my also, life. Also, if, if, if your wheels are spinning and mud's flying yeah. out, how's it going out <laughs> and, and on then over? It's roof. more farrowing onto your, um, you know, his love thing and it curves. Isn't it an M? Yeah. M for Mo. Also popular in the kids' song, Bigger McDonald's, McDonald's, yeah, yeah. Kentucky Fried Chicken. And you, oh, so you're saying he's stolen it? You're saying Sir Mo Farrow is a I don't thief. want to confirm or deny. Wow. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This summer, you need clothes that you can wear anywhere. For that, Look to American Giant t-shirts, shorts, jeans, and sweatshirts. American Giant makes everything in the USA. So when you buy, you create jobs and improve local communities all across the country. Shop summertime closet staples at American-Giant.com. And get 20% off your order when you use code WA23 at checkout. That's 20% off at American-Giant.com with promo code WA23. Now it's time for our special guest correspondent, Nish Kumar, who went to university in Durham, which I've just read an article. There was a craze where people would pour bottles of port over their heads in response to Newcastle Uni pouring milk over their heads. So first things first, Nish, thanks for joining us. Have you ever poured port over your head? I'm soaked in port as we speak. (laughs) I smell like an 18th century nobleman. (laughs) No, I never poured port over my head, but I have a lot of affection for Durham University. But occasionally you hear stories about it and you go, I don't think that was as long ago as I hope it is. Oh, sure. Okay. (laughs) So, Nish, obviously when you're on tour and stuff, you visit the North a lot. Do you have a favourite place? I did a lot of gigs in Leeds when I was starting out. A lot of good memories and fondness for Leeds. I'm always very welcome in Liverpool. Uh, but that's because the city and I have a similar opinion about the Conservative Party. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I was going to ask. Like, doing such sort of strongly political comedy, do you find, like, maybe with a sort of anti-Brexit sentiment, that as you get further up north, 
Do you ever find like, oh, the audience are not as keen on this part of the show? I think I put all those people off. So like, nice. re- regardless of where I go, in the immediate aftermath of Brexit, I have to have my best gigs in places where the vote was overwhelmingly to leave because a lot of those people are starved of hearing that opinion in the company of like-minded strangers. So often those are the the best gigs. Wow. It's like a release. I think especially in a lot of the northern cities that voted Brexit, you end up collecting the between 500 and 900 people that really strongly disagreed with it. And actually the gigs were amazing. I bet that's so cathartic. Was there any um, big news stories when you were in Durham? Any sort of goings on that stick in your mind? There was always this weird rumour that there was a persistent flasher on Preben's Bridge. Oh. Oh. But I don't know if they ever caught this like phantom penis exposure. (laughs) It was sort of one of those weird things where people were like, oh yeah, there's a flasher on Preben's Bridge. And you're like, is anybody going to do anything about it? And they're like, no. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, it is a form of assault. No, no. They've, they've, they've decided to just leave him in the wind. Oh, in the wind. What an image. Do you think they're flashing on a bridge? Because if, if they get caught, they can then just jump into the water <laughs> and swim away. It's, it's the absolute perfect escape strategy. Um, I have found a newspaper article, Police Hunt Durham Bridge Flasher. 2014 this is going on 2014? Yeah, when were you at uni? Like 10 years before that (laughs) Oh my god He's he's been at large for a long time Jesus Christ Yeah, unless there's different people I mean, I know you only gave a limited description But it sounds like your guy here, Nish Um, (laughs) They noticed a man who had his trousers around his ankles And was exposing himself to them They raised the alarm at a nearby rowing club So Such a middle-class flashing anecdote. I wonder if this is a copycat flasher. Oh, my God. Did you ever see him? Would you know the description of him? No, I never saw him. It was just this this weird rumour. And everyone was always like one step, one step removed from a person who had seen him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, keep your eyes peeled for a white man around 40 years old, about five foot seven inch, big penis. And... (laughs) Bit of fun. Head soaked in port. Yeah. yeah. My goodness. Lovely bridge, though. Look at the images of the bridge. Beautiful place to flash. The whole place is picturesque, apart from the roving band of flashers. <laughs> it feels like it's so beautiful that I imagine even the penises that are being flashed are good ones. That's a big claim. That's a big claim. I'm not saying it's right for him to get it out, but I imagine you'd be like, oh, fucking hell. Oh, that's, that's, that's It's nice. clean. I imagine mm. a Durham flasher is at least clean. At least he's had. A, he's he's given it a wash. He's given he's it a house. wash round the yeah. edge. <laughs> anyway, that feels worse in a way, that doesn't does it? Feel worse. Just yeah. wash me cock. So <laughs> it looks nice. Bridge. <laughs> for the people who didn't ask for it. Um, Nish, have you got any sort of like northern habits? The thing that I always think about from the early years of gigging in Leeds was that there was a pizza place that had for some reason ripped off the Simpsons font. (laughs) I think it may even have been called Simpsons Pizza. (laughs) The pizza sign was in the Simpsons font. And then it had some very, very off-brand Morrison's own Simpsons. Oh, wow. Pictures. I I remember that very well. What a bold choice. Someone did not want to pay the licensing fee. I think that is quite northern because there's a card shop in Ghoul that was called um, Cards R Us, like after Toys yeah. R Us. And Toys R Us had to sue them and be like, we do the thing with the art. So then they changed their name 
because they clearly wanted to buy as few replacement letters as possible. And they had this weird R uh, apostrophe situation. So they called themselves We Are Cards. <laughs> so it does feel quite northern, I think, to, yeah. to have a shit name based on an existing brand. Yeah. Do you like gravy, Nish? <laughs> Somehow that's the most seedy thing I've ever heard you say. <laughs> yeah. I don't I, know I regret why. the tone of voice. Like <laughs> Like, I've, I've got some to have around the back. It's like the Durham Flasher presenting a Bisco <laughs> advert. It was horrible. <laughs> Do you girls like gravy? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh. I do like gravy. I, I really, I do like gravy, actually. Very much so. And did you like it before you went to Durham University? I mean, I do associate it with being on chips at university. Yes, good. So maybe maybe it's possible that I didn't particularly. but I And I really associate it covering chips I, i'm sorry i don't know what that curry sauce is i'm really I, I i have no idea where how the word curry has got dragged into that while we're on the subject of chips the authentic curry sauce at fish and chip shops i have no idea how curry has got dragged into whatever that mess is what, what whatever that mild mustard mess is if we were gigging together and i was like i, I know a great curry place and then yeah. took you to a fish and chip shop and we just had um, curry sauce on chips. I'd punch you in the mouth immediately <laughs> without hesitation. <laughs> I think that's fair. I think that's yeah. really fair. But chips, chips and gravy is delicious. Agreed. Nish, do you think you've got a sort of profile big enough and and obviously like maybe say like an enemy in a, like the Daily Mail style papers that do you think after this podcast is out, there could be a headline of like um, Nish Kumar hates fish and chip shops or Nish Kumar hates small businesses? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. The short answer is yeah. Nish Kumar expressed contempt for Northern Conservative voters <laughs> via the medium of the curry sauce in chips. We all know who he was targeting at when he said he doesn't like curry sauce. He doesn't like the working man. Cancel culture strikes again at the humble curry sauce. <laughs> they don't have a lot on, seemingly, a lot of those lads. Well, Nish, thank you for joining us. You sound like, I don't know what you were like before you went to Durham, but you're basically a northerner in our eyes. <laughs> Listen, as with all the other compass points of this country, there are specific parts where I'm incredibly welcome and others where I'm not wanted. <laughs> Thank you very much, Nish, for joining us. Thank you both. And good northern days to us all. Good northern days to us all. To podcasts. Ian, take us to Ghoul Town. Come over to Ghoul. <laughs> Ian, um, you're from Ghoul, and I'm yeah. from Hull. Yeah. Just to just so everybody knows. Yeah. Quick recap. Quick little recap. Well, like there. two people in an old folks home trying to <laughs> remember waking up in the morning. Right, hang on. I'm from Ghoul. You're from Hull. We don't know why the fuck we're here, but we're trying to get out. <laughs> we're covered someone in mud. Keep, someone keeps coming into my room and washing me in my bed. But if you were a millionaire, would you get someone to give you bed baths? What, like now? <laughs> Before I'm in, like, while, while I'm healthy? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think I would, actually. <laughs> Why would you? Yeah. I love a bath, but also, like, if you're real tired on a night mm. and then you get in bed and then you're like, oh, should have washed my face. Or, you know what I mean? It's like, can you come and wash me from head to toe? Yeah. Yep. Anyway, ghoul town. So... I want to talk to you about something that happened in Ghoul. And we're going way back to 2014. <laughs> but I didn't... What happened there? I was going back. Yeah, fucking hell. 
Sound effects. Huge spider. No, I don't Crawls want to hear this out. one. Oh, no, tough Ian. shit. Tough shit, Gladio. <laughs> you should have told me you were scared of spiders. Uh. It crawls out of grapes. Oh, God. Onto a young boy's hand. No. The spider was found inside a punnet of grapes when a 10-year-old boy went to eat them. Uh. And his name sounds like when you're trying to brainstorm like a character in something you're writing yeah. and you come up with a name and all the names never sound like what a real human would be called. Anyway, Reese Rackham. <laughs> Reese Rackham was eating the fruit his mother bought from Tesco. So it's not out of the question that his mum's tried to... To frighten him. Yeah. He's been a naughty boy. When he, What his family thought was a false widow spider crawled out. He screamed to his grandparents and grandfather... Oh, I thought he screamed to his grandparents and his granddad. I don't know who the fuck this rogue granddad is. Like... <laughs> Grandma, granddad, grandma, granddad, and you over grand. Who the fuck is this old guy? <laughs> They're in like a thruple. Yeah, but it's no. He screamed to his grandparents, and grandfather Ken Walder, seventy, yeah, came to his rescue. Whereas the other one, or potentially, if it's all sets of grandparents, yeah, potentially one to three grandparents <laughs> just didn't come. They heard him screaming, ah, and only Ken Walder. 70 has come to his rescue. Good on you, Ken. He was just eating his grapes and then the spider That's came horrible. out. That's horrible. That's horrible. Are you scared of spiders? Really scared of spiders. Oh, really? I didn't know this. I lived in a house there when I was a student and one of my housemates knew how frightened I was mm. of spiders and for a pet you got a tarantula. Oh. But they knew they, you didn't like spiders. They knew I was terrified and, he, and I'd lived in this house a while and he'd just come in and uh, he was like, I'm going to get a tarantula. I went, ha, ha, ha. And I went on holiday. He sent me a message saying, like, I've got a tarantula. I thought it was a joke. I said, ha, ha, brilliant. When I came back, he had. And I was in tears and uh, I rang my dad and I was like, who's got a tarantula? Oh, I said, I think I was just crying and I think my dad was like, what's up? And I was like, there's a, there's a tarantula, there's a big spider. And my dad didn't understand it was a pet. Oh. So my dad comes round to the house with a baseball bat ready to get this massive spider. But I had to explain, like, no, yeah. he's paid money for it. That's very sweet of your dad. Yeah. And good choice of weapon for a tarantula. Big baseball bat. It's got to be a baseball bat. <laughs> or I would say, if I could choose a weapon yeah. to get a tarantula with, Jamie Oliver cookbook. Ooh, thick, a, a hard. A big, thick cookbook. Yeah. And then you can get over it. You've got Ooh. bats from a distance, but you yeah. want big surface area to just sort of lob it. Yeah. Lob it at it. Oh, I'm so frightened of them. Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry for bringing this up. <laughs> Have you ever found an animal in your food? Yeah, my mum found a caterpillar in a cabbage or a lettuce. And oh. we, got, we got like a five-pound gift voucher. So do you know what? It was worth it. That's very good, actually, because I'd say a lettuce isn't worth £5. No, exactly. It wasn't. I'm we not saying there the aren't game. some, though, that would be worth five, five pounds. Yeah. A good lettuce. How good? The world's best lettuce. <laughs> I'm Googling world's most expensive lettuce. These are the most expensive vegetables in the world. What a list. What's that, number one? Pink lettuce. This is also called the millennial pink lettuce. Well, it's £8 for a lettuce, that. Well, we could almost afford one with the gift voucher yeah, that we got. Yeah, yeah. Basically, they got a £100 hey! voucher. That's shit all over your £5. That has, hasn't it? Caterpillar and a lettuce. That's like, how many of them lettuces? 12 lettuces. Yeah, yeah. God, they're going to be in the leaves. Um, I worked at a doctor's surgery and uh, the a GP was once doing a gynecological examination of a lady. Mm-hmm. 
and the GP ran out of the room screaming. Ugh. And I was in the nearest office to what had happened. So I like opened the door and the GP had gone. And this lady is just like covering herself up and she's on the bed and she's like, what's just happened? And she's like really upset. And I was like, just give me one oh, second. I don't know what's no. happened. And this woman must be like, what has she just seen down there? Like teeth? And it turned out a spider had crawled across the lady's tummy. Oh. And the GP had arachnophobia. Fair enough, I suppose. But you, I don't think, I don't think you can scream at a woman's <laughs> vagina if you're a GP. That's your line, is it? Yeah. <laughs> if I've said it once, I've said it a hundred times. And I'd expect the same for penises and rectums. <laughs> Can't scream. Imagine what that's done for her self-esteem. Oh um, gosh. Amy, what's been going on in Hull? Kingston upon Hull. Got a juicy one for you, actually. You know you've been Googling a lot. Mm -hmm. I think you'll like this because this is about hackers. Oh. Hackers. I do like this, actually. Hackers demand £15 million ransom from Hull and Yorkshire schools. I think schools have got £15 bobbing about. I just feel like something... I suspect that this is a, a very advanced student course i think if you're a hacker and you've got the skills to hack into places into systems Mm. into institutions and you're like right i'm gonna get some money who would go for like a whole school yeah it's got to be an angry pupil it's got to be a pupil who's like think school is the biggest thing in their lives and can't see past that go for banks or something is it secondary school or primary school it's secondary school and it's a few different schools so teachers at 16 schools across hull and yorkshire were unable to use their computers after hackers demanded a 15 million pound ransom a million a school i was like oh they've been hacked i wonder what they got is it like Students' personal information and stuff like that. No, they just stopped the computers working. Hang on. If you could buy new computers, you might be like, that's very pricey. We've got 30 teachers here who all need a computer each. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, it's not going to cost a million pounds. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> and if in the article it says, a source at one of the schools told The Sun that staff were forced to plan lessons with a pen and paper. Oh, that's horrible, huh? Not using this buyer, not for a million Ah! quid. (laughs) Just pay them. (laughs) Pencil snapping. (laughs) (laughs) Just covered in ink from a fountain pen. They can't like blood. They can't do this. You've got more ink over them than that car's got mud over it. (laughs) How has this happened? Pay them the money, for God's sake. We can't go on like this. Uh, needless to say, none of the schools paid. You cannot negotiate with terrorists. No, they just got them back up and running. Yeah. I feel a bit sad for the hacker because that's not, you know, they've hacked all them schools. That's a big thing. Yeah, they've done They've, they've got done talent. Well. If you're listening, come on the podcast. <laughs> if, if you are, they'll probably come on the podcast whenever they want. Whether we like it or not. Yeah, we'd all of a sudden just some voice would start coming from the computers. Have you ever had um, malware... Or um, a Trojan horse, <laughs> um, or a caterpillar. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Isn't it weird that they call them condoms Trojans? Because <laughs> they're entering. Yeah, because that what thinking Trojan, about. I guess, implies that like um, entering... when the penis is inside you, something that isn't a penis <laughs> comes out. Okay, An army semen. of men, semen. Oh yeah, I suppose it's perfect. Yeah. 
But they shouldn't be going in. Yeah, it's the opposite. They should what be they kept want. in in the horse. Yeah, they want to call them. Um, so, what's something that stuff can't get out of? Bin bags. <laughs> <laughs> a line of condoms called bin bags. <laughs> Do you reckon bin bags? <laughs> Thick lined. Tie it off at the top. <laughs> For your waist. Yeah, well. Yeah, I reckon well, that'd do. That'd be good merch for us, condoms. Bin bag condoms. JLS did it. JLS had their own did brand they? condoms, yeah. Did they? Yeah, I think so. But that's weird because if you're buying them, it's because you fancy JLS. So if like your girlfriend buys you a JLS condom while you're having sex with her, she's thinking about JLS. Yeah. I don't know who wins in that. Bin bags is the way forward. Okay. Well, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. And with that, that brings us to the end of this podcast number 11 mm. or whatever number it might yeah, be. Yeah, who fucking knows? Who Nowadays. fucking knows? But thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening. And a huge thank you to our special guest, Nish Kumar. And also, it's important to say, we are doing a Patreon thing where you can pay a little bit. You get to see videos. We do foot stuff constantly. <laughs> Always. Yeah, our feet are out up on the table if that's what you're into. <laughs> Shoes off, socks off, rocks off. <laughs> bin bags on. <laughs> Get your bin bags on. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Are you a reality TV junkie? Do you ever think, dang, I wish I had someone to talk to about all the trash TV that I watch? Well, look no further, garbage lover, because Reality Gaze is a podcast for you. Hello, I'm Maddie. And I'm Poodle, and we're the Reality Gaze. We talk about all your favorite unscripted shows like The Golden Bachelor, Love is Blind, and TLC's big, messy behemoth, 90 Day Fiance. And if you're driving to work, folding laundry, or just pretending to listen to your husband talk about sports, just put on the pod, and you've instantly got two gay besties spilling all the tea and reading these people for filth. So come at us, y'all. Find Reality Gaze wherever you listen to podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com Because we ain't got anything on our feet. Off you go! Thank you for listening! Go to work! <laughs> <laughs> Hello everyone, it's Ian Smith here from Northern News, the podcast you are currently listening to. And I'm here to tell you that I'm recording my multi-award-nominated solo show, Crushing, on Tuesday the 4th of June at the Pleasance Theatre in London. But I'd love to see some Northern News listeners there. We're recording this show, it's going to live online forever. So the more supportive a crowd, the better. Hope to see you there!